This episode is sponsored by Crystal Adele, a community and connections coach. She can provide one-on-one support to apply the tips and strategies we share in this episode to your social media. Her Instagram is linked in the show notes. DM her, lead her to learn more about her coaching offer. Lead her every day, living for messy action. This is the Lifestyle Leadership Podcast for women who want to be the best version of themselves while making an impact and who are willing to take messy and perfect action to get there. I'm Jordan. And I'm Dr. Tay. And we are here to guide and empower you to lead yourself every day. Let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody, we are back with another episode. And today we're going to talk about the psychology of connecting specifically through social media. So this episode will be for you if you want to use your social media account to, you know, connect with people. Maybe it's to leverage a business or maybe you have a cause you feel really passionate about or you are sharing just like affiliate links and you want to make a little bit of extra money, whatever it is, that's what we're going to be diving into. Although I still think even if you don't fit in any of those categories, thinking about how you can leverage social media to feel like it serves you versus sabotages you, I think can be so important because it is, especially in our our times right now, it's easy to get on the app and just feel like it brings you down. And so we also will talk about, you know, how do you find your people and those people that uplift you? Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that, you know, on the lead her everyday podcast, we're all about the everyday leader. And so when we say having influence on social media, it doesn't mean to Taylor's point, like you have to have this big business or influencer or reason people are on social media. They are looking at it. And so as a leader, you have an opportunity to show up in a way that impacts people positively, negatively, or or not even, you know, have a presence. So if you're someone that wants to get on social media and leave that positive impact and keep listening, this is for you. And yeah, it could be at a really like quote unquote small scale level or what it seems like, you know, you don't have to be, have this huge account, you know, maybe there's something you feel really passionate about right now and being able to educate people on how they can take action. For example, that could have an impact. Someone could see your post and be like, yes, I need to go do just that or try just that, or it could literally be you discovered a new gadget and you're like, I got to share this with people. And then, you know, other moms, other women are like, how have you been keeping this a secret? Like, this is amazing. Just as a reminder, anything shared on our episodes are not clinical advice. Please talk to a qualified mental health professional if you are needing more support. So why do people use social media and how can you use it to connect? So first thing is as humans, we are designed and wired to need other people. You know, you hear often the saying that people need people. When you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, a basic human need is that sense of belonging. And we can find that in many different avenues, but social media is prevalent. You know, it is used by the majority of our society and we spend a lot of time on it. So using it to create that sense of community and belonging can be a really powerful way to connect with your audience. Yeah. It's interesting before we jumped into recording this episode, um, we got into a conversation randomly about breastfeeding. And I literally was talking about someone on my team who is struggling right now with 
breastfeeding. And I know a lot of women do in that process. And Jordan said, have her DM me. Like I can be there as a support system. And that's a connection that would never be made without social media. And we can really leverage it to build communities, feel like we are belonging and feeling supported and getting resources that we need. I think Social media, our scope of what it's for, what its purpose is, has really broadened, I think, over in particular the last couple of years, especially when you're all stuck at home. That's what I was going to say. I think that COVID brought to light this like new use of digital communities. You know, one thing about social media is that it's easier to connect with like-minded people, even when you're just at home and you can't like physically go see them. Right. So it opens this whole universe kind of, of you being able to connect with like-minded people, have discussions, learn from them, get educated from them. I see this a lot with communities of small businesses, or, you know, they have Facebook groups for people that are consultants or, you know, that own virtual storefronts. I'm literally in a community group for working moms of Peloton. Like, I feel like that's such a niche like group, but it's so cool because I don't have a lot of mom friends, like here. So it's easier to use the tool to connect with like-minded people. And the app is actually designed that way. You know, you'll see more of what you like and more of what you engage with that, you know, you hear a lot about the algorithm. In my opinion, like that's always been how you master the algorithm. You share what the people you're wanting to connect with want to see easier said than done. Sometimes I understand that. But when you can take a step back and ask yourself, like, what type of community do I want to build here? What are the beliefs that I have? And what are the beliefs that I want to gather people around? Yeah. And also keep in mind too, the content you're consuming. This is particularly true on TikTok. If you notice your for you page, if you have a TikTok is highly curated to what you're interested in. And that's because it's tracking what videos you're watching, what videos you're liking, what videos you're commenting on. And so that is something to be mindful of as well is like, what are you actually consuming and engaging in? Because you're going to see more of that real quick too. one other point tangential, but I also love using social media to connect with people. And then I bring those relationships into real life. And so I actually, our last guest, Dr. Catherine Haber, I was emailing her and I literally said in the email, like she asked where Jordan and I were located. So Jordan's in Georgia, I'm in Pennsylvania. And it was like, did you know, we've never met in real life? Like it's so surreal. And we met through Instagram. Instagram. And and now we've taken our relationship beyond that. We text each other. We're literally, you know, we chat before when we're planning and then we're recording all of these. Um, that's so fascinating. And then I also, I moved to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in the middle of the pandemic for my job. I didn't know anyone. And I think about my relationships that I have here, people that I hang out with in person, literally so many of them I met through social media. When I moved to Pittsburgh, then I I didn't have a lot of connections and even ways to make connections. A lot of things actually like groups and all of that, like social networking groups got shut down. And so I connected with people through social media. And those are the women that I hang out with now. So that's the other thing is like social media doesn't just have to stay on social media. Yeah. You, you can use it as a meeting point and continue to build your relationships. That's such a great that. point. And almost like a challenge too, to some of us, right? Because I think it's easier to have that virtual relationship. But I know that sometimes it's like, I can talk to moms on my local Facebook, like moms group all day. But when someone's like, Hey, you want to go to the park? I'm like, say yes. 
say yes, use it as a tool, you know? So I've actually met a few friends that way just by being on local groups and, you know, taking it that step further. So that's just so awesome. Social media is a great way to connect. It is also this amazing place for solving problems, Yeah, you know? And so when your content creating, we're going to go into that thinking about how do you position yourself to help be that problem solver. But really quick before we dive into that is a little fun fact. I was blown away when I read this, but Forbes came out and said that TikTok surpassed Google and Facebook as the most popular web domain. And so many people are going to TikTok to learn information. I mean, you see about all these products and people are like, saw it on TikTok, you know, and that's what's so fascinating and so cool to think about how things are evolving, that people are starting to go to TikTok when they have some sort of problem versus Google. We as business owners, or again, if you want to like use social media to leverage a cause or an influence or whatever it is, you can use that knowing that people are searching for that type of content. But I also know as the consumer, because I've had this happen so many times where it's like, wait a minute, everything I need is right here. So really quick story about this. I am leaving my full-time job at the end of August. So I've been thinking about, I want to travel. And so I, one night I was like, you know, I should start like just following people who like travel around the world and all of that. So I went in and I searched like travel and a bunch of accounts came up and I was like, this is really cool. Like, and then all of a sudden the most perfect account popped up all because of searching one word travel. And I feel like I'm eventually going to connect with this woman. I just, I just feel it in my soul, but she literally had her entire page is focused on travel for single women and how to stay safe and how to, you know, be able to go and be independent. And I was like, I love that. And all of her content is curated to that. And it immediately spoke to me. I was like, oh, I absolutely have to follow her. And I still go back and I watch her content. And I I think about like, okay, she's an amazing resource. When I am ready to start planning, you sure as heck bet she's going to be someone I go to. And I think what's so cool about that story that's such a great takeaway here is that you didn't necessarily need her services right then and there, but because of the almost like holistic approach that she used, she was still helping you and serving you in those like pre-planning stages. So you followed her. Yeah. And I think that's, what's so important when you're, you know, trying to get online with influence and you're trying to make sales or, you know, gain followers or have them a call to action, whatever it is for you, you know, don't just focus on that end goal. I'm going to use sale as an example here. Don't just focus on that end goal of a sale. What is the pre-step? Do you want them to follow you? Do you want them to enter your Facebook group? Do you want them to, you know, download your free guide or whatever it is, the content that you're pushing out, you know, make it holistic enough to where it's not just screaming, Hey, I sell this. Hey, this is my product, but really serving people, serving your type of person, um, through their whole journey. And also what's cool is like, what a specific business. I think sometimes we can get in our heads and be like, no one would buy that. That's too niche or, you know, no one would be interested in that, but like a travel agent who specifies in like single women trip planning. That's so cool. Yeah. And she offers services, you know, to help plan trips, but 
I also think about what is the underlying message when you're showing up on social media? Like that is, you know, her end goal, you know, and she talks about it, but she's not hyper-focused on it. Like Jordan's saying, but the other side of it is I just got this sense of like women empowerment. Absolutely. You can be single. You don't need a group of, you know, women to travel with, or you don't need a partner to travel with. Like there's no reason as 32 and single, I can't pick up and go travel the world. But sometimes our culture like makes us think we're not. So that women empowerment, that's her underlying message of all of this. I don't even know. I've never had a conversation, honestly, with her. I don't know if that's what she realizes she's selling. She probably does. But that is the thing is like, it can't just constantly be about that end result, about that sale. It's like, and what are you trying to portray? What is your underlying message? I think becomes so important. And I think that also gets back to why we do what we do, right? So she's not just a travel agent. Like literally the fact that I am a believer that every purchase service product, you name it is emotional. I mean, you can, there's research to back that up. So the fact that from looking at her profile, you're like, she doesn't necessarily like sell travel services. She sells women empowerment. Like she embeds female empowerment. That is crazy that we can gather that from someone's social media profile, but it just goes back to show you the power of social media and the desire to belong and the fact that like people need people, which is what makes social media such a potentially powerful tool. Yeah. And so I think often we don't really take a step back and think about that. You know, I, I, I share about makeup on social media and I could show up and talk about the product, but instead what I found also, you have to ask yourself, what are you passionate about? So you could show up and teach. And I have many friends that do a beautiful job of teaching makeup tips and they are knocking it out of the park. And all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute, that's not what I feel passionate about. What I do feel passionate about is thinking about, I talk about this a lot, our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, how they are highly interconnected. And so this behavior of putting makeup on becomes so much more than like just this aesthetic thing, you know, to fit in culture and society and feel like you have to do it and all of that. There's so much psychology behind that. What are your thoughts that are popping up when you're doing your makeup? How are you feeling when you're doing your makeup? And that's what I've decided to lean into. And so that's the other piece is like, not only is what is your underlying message, but it is so important with that underlying message of what do you feel passionate about? Yeah. I've heard from multiple people like in business trainings before, it's like what, you know, quote breaks your heart. So like really I've challenged myself multiple times to get into the space where I'm like, and you could phrase it different ways, but for you, it's like, what do you really want to instill? If you had to like, if you were sitting down and you could just give someone one message about what you do and why it's important, like, what would it be? And I think that also that can ebb and flow as you change seasons and, you know, your message changes or you make a pivot. But I do think it's important to have kind of like Taylor and I have talked about this, like an underlying thread into like everything that you're, you know, doing and talking about on social. Then, you know, this also goes into you showing up as like the mentor and the leader that you are meant to be. I think so often, and y'all, this happens to me daily. We get into our head and we're like, well, who am I to show up? Like, I'm not an influencer. I don't have 10, 100,000 followers. You know, I don't have brands. Like, 
who am I? But I can guarantee that one, there's always people watching. And two, even if it's like one person, one day that you help, like that goes so far. And I think that showing up daily with this mentor mentality is really critical to what we're putting out on social media to connect with others. Yeah. And that mentor mentality is going to serve you most when you show up your most authentic self, you're real, you're raw, you're willing to just be like, here's, here's how I really am. Is it hard? It is really hard to do. And so you're going to have to build your confidence up around that. But when you do that, that really connects with people. And some of it is, it's funny thinking about Jordan's account is, and we had this conversation, like, what do we both think we're instilling? But for Jordan, I really see this woman that is like trying to show that you can do it all to some extent, you know, and all of that. And how do you balance it? And it's really funny. She talks to mothers primarily. She is a mom. I, even before we started doing this podcast, loved watching her content. It was inspiring to me to realize, okay, you know, you can be a career driven woman. She also has her business that she is building. She is having multiple streams of income and that is powerful to see. And then she's showing motherhood, but motherhood, like the cute moments. And we've talked about this before, but just really resonates and I won't forget it. It's like talking about plates and like how her toddler is having a tantrum over plates, right? And those are the things, and those are those relatable moments that other women, even if you don't have kids, you're like me too. And so there's this idea of, even as she's sharing her wellness products, it's like this idea of, I'm trying to show that it is okay, one, to struggle, but that you can create this life of your dreams. So showing those little moments too, showing the behind the scenes, people are like, those are so boring. Like they tell themselves that. And yet those are those moments that people feel you, they sense you and understand you. They feel connected to you. And I think when reels came out, if you don't know, you know, I used to like coach on social media. I used to have reels trainings and eBooks. And I just like got giddy when Instagram reels came out because I noticed the way that people would engage with them is that they would like just say nothing, but tag their friends in it. And it's like when their friend receipt or their husband, my husband will do this to me all the time. Like when he, when I open that and see that he's tagged me in it, I don't even need him to comment. Like after viewing it, I should know why he's sending it to me that's how relatable. So it's like, I would see these people start posting, you know, reels and they would just like comment and tag their best friends. And it's because it's like, OMG, this is so you or OMG, this is so me, or we were just, this is something we would do. Like, and it's like no words needed. It's so relatable. And I think that sometimes we bypass how one nice it is to have people that were like, we're like, Oh, I'm like not alone. And two, just how much of a connection that really does give and provide a sense of belonging. I remember when I lived at my old house, it was a ranch and we had a bait, a drive under like garage basement. And my husband would always get so annoyed with me because instead of like breaking down boxes, I would literally just chuck them like full force down the stairs. And he would come home to like all these boxes at the bottom of the stairs. So one day I created a reel about it. And I actually, a few days later, saw someone 
like post something similar. And I was like, I am not alone. So it's like these things that you do that you think are like mundane or that you're the only one that thinks or does it. You're not, you're not, I promise. Yeah. And listen, y'all, like it's hard to show up in this way. I, I just want to like caveat all of that. It's not the easiest process. And Jordan and I have finally gotten here because it's repeated practice, you know, but start sharing those little things that your story in your head is going to be like, no one cares about this. Like, you know, this is boring. Why would I post this? Just start showing up and sharing those things. You're going to have to do those really boring things before you're going to be able to start showing up and sharing the really raw and vulnerable. The goal is to get there. The goal is honestly not to sell your products on social media. That is not the goal of social media. The the goal is to build relationships, find connections, create those moments that people are going to be like, oh my gosh, me too. I get this. You know, I get what you're going through. And in the process, then will you sell products? If you sell products, absolutely. Or if you sell services or someone might click your affiliate link or someone might take action because you posted, you know, some mission or some clear action step they can take to have impact. But just know it's, it's not easy, but you got to be willing to peel back the layers yourself. We're so used to like keeping ourselves in a bubble and feeling like we can't share this, particularly if you're on a side of social media where everyone's showing up perfect, then that reinforces you have to show up perfect. So what I'd encourage you to do is start going and finding those accounts that aren't showing up perfect and then start using those as inspiration. Start getting a little bolder. Start peeling back the layers of the onion until you feel like you're at that core and you're showing up your truest self. I think that's, it's a process. So just know that. And I think too, another caveat is something that I've always held true to is like being real is one thing. And like also The flip side of that too, is you don't have to show every vulnerable piece of your life. I'm like one of those people that's like, when I have this figured out and I've come to the other side and like, I know for sure what my stance is on it and what got me through it, then I might share it. You know, I might share little glimpses if I'm going through something, but I I always try and like share with perspective those vulnerable moments that are like really raw to me. So just don't think that you have to like get on and share every raw, raw part of your day. Nobody has the right to like all of your personal, you know, heart every day. But I think there's a difference between being real and relatable and then like having to show those vulnerable moments. You don't have to have your Instagram white house, like all perfectly together all the time to record an Instagram reel. You don't have to have perfect hair and makeup done, but you also don't have to like get on and share your deepest, darkest struggles when those come to light. Yeah. Yeah. I think ask yourself, and this is an evolving process is, do I want to share this and be real with yourself? I shared on a previous episode. And if you go look at my social media, it took me a while to get there, but I, I shared that I started therapy and I did not share that when I first started therapy, I wasn't ready to, I needed to process through it and come to terms, so to speak with it before I was ready to share. And that's, I'm similar to Jordan in like, I do have to take my own processing time. I don't use social media as a way to process. Well, 
to some degree. I don't use it for like my deep, dark things. I need to process through that first. And sometimes you'll see me show up. I'll say, I'm struggling right now. You know, that feels authentic to me. It feels of high value to me, but don't feel like you have to do that. And it is okay to take that step aside. It is also okay. Just FYI, there's a, a, a version of this. It's like you get a choice. It is a thousand percent a choice. When you're really in dark, deep places, you're struggling, you can still choose to show up and show other aspects of your life. Or guess what? You can choose to completely not show up. And that is okay. And I promise, even if you're using social media as an income stream, it will be okay. That is not going to make or break things. It's a boundary. I mean, like there's been many days where I've been like, I can't today. Like I just physically can't, you know, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And then the other thing I just want to point out before we we're going to go into some takeaways, like nothing we're saying is like completely novel. You know, you hear this, you can consume this type of content on social media, but what we are saying is take that step back, ask yourself who are you and how do you want to show up on social media? And what are your goals? Are your goals in alignment with using the app for what it's really, really powerful for, which is that connection, helping people to feel a sense of belonging and helping to solve their problems. If you can leverage that in an authentic way, it's going to be amazing to watch. And I think sometimes we get so stuck. Yeah. You know, you guys hear me talk about transactional versus transformational. We can get so stuck in the transactional how-to of creating content, of how to feature ourselves, how to create an income. This is the transformational stuff of who do you want to be? What feels of high value to you? And you know what is that underlying message that you want to get out there? So good. We are almost done with this episode, but we want to leave you with tangible steps to apply this. We are all about taking messy action, and we would encourage you to embrace that with us. For this week's messy action takeaway, we want you guys to learn how to use social media as a search engine. So, and and then from this, you're going to see how your feed starts to curate the right posts for what you're interested in or the problems you're looking to solve. So when you go to Instagram or TikTok, type in three keywords. It could be healthy meals. The next one could be money saving or travel tips and start engaging with some of the content, maybe save some of like the really great inspiring or encouraging high value content that you see. And one, you'll be able to use that as inspiration. And two, you'll see how your feed starts to change so that you can be that for whatever your topic is. I love that. And yeah, watch how your for you page or your, your feed on Instagram starts to shift. Also, I'm going to encourage you watch how your mood starts to shift and your thoughts start to shift around your actual social media shifting. How is it making you feel? What thoughts are popping up for you? And that's how you'll know if you're in your like right space. Yeah, your bubble. Yeah. All right, guys, let us know how you like this social media episode on social media. Send us a DM or tag us and we will see you next time. All right. Bye y'all. Are you the type of person who works best when you have someone guiding you through the process and helping you work through your stock points? Crystal Adele is a community and connections coach that specializes in what we shared on today's episode. She offers one-on-one coaching using a personalized strategy specific to you to create community on social media.
She supports you in developing your personal branding, planning your content in a way that connects with your audience and creates community, and helping you work through those mindset blocks that are holding you back from selling on social media. Connect with her on Instagram, which is linked in the show notes, and learn more about her offer. Start the conversation by DMing her, lead her. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. We love when you share your imperfect but impactful progress with us on social media. We've linked our Instagram, leadher.everyday, in the show notes so you can tag us. Make sure you don't miss the next episode. Hit subscribe to stay up to date. See you next time.